0: Hello, this is C. Montgomery Burns here on behalf of the Canned Air Podcast to record a custom radio advertisement set to air following the Amos and Andy show.
1: Ah, sir, Amos and Andy have been off the air for over 50 years. I see. Well then what's this Canned Air show even about? Comics and pop culture, sir.
0: Comics, eh? Well, I've read my fair share of Mutt and Jeff.
1: Actually, sir, they focus on more current independent and mainstream topics. On cannedairpodcast.com, you can watch movie trailers, check out past episodes, and even buy comics, movies,
0: and video games. I see. And where might one find this cannedairpodcast.com? Ah, uh, on the internet, sir. Very well, Smithers. Take me to this
1: internet. Well, it's not a place, sir. It's on a computer. Now, why is Smith
0: Smithers, release the hounds! Uh, go to cannedairpodcast.com. Best website ever! You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal to listen will be one
1: more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jeff Holt. And joining us today, we have Joseph Cavell and Alex Kolasarv of No Need for Bushido, the webcomic that is currently uh, has a Kickstarter going to bring it to print. Thanks for being with us, guys. Thank you for having us. Uh, we got a good show for you today. We're going to be, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Talking about the interview a little bit. As everyone else is talking about it, Dustin Diamond's disturbing behavior. (laughs) I heard
1: about that over the (laughs) weekend.
0: I've been waiting to talk about that shit. We're going to be recapping a little bit on 2014, and then we're going to turn over to Joseph and Alex, talk to them about their webcomic. But before we do that, let's get to recaps.
2: Uh, Recaps!
0: All right, well, let's just get right to it uh, in recaps here. Let's talk about the interview. Uh, So it's out now everywhere. For us to see It was in movie theaters I thought it was not going to be But it was in like 300 and some theaters Around the country I don't know
1: why Anyone went to the theater To see it When you could just Throw it on Anywhere you can Stream video and watch it
0: Yeah It's on iTunes now For four ninety nine. Oh you gotta buy it uh, You can rent it Or buy
1: it Cause I know it was on It was on YouTube for free You just watch it What? Yeah What? Yeah You're shit uh, I think you had to uh...
3: I think you had to pay on YouTube yeah, as well. Yeah. YouTube, oh, was it?
1: Yeah, I had YouTube to pay You a rental program. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about.
3: And they still probably made you uh, watch an ad. Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw that it was on there, and it was at like two hours and 40 minutes, and it had the play button. I was like,
0: uh, no. Like I said, it was been in 331 theaters across the nation and earned over the Christmas weekend... 2.8 million dollars This is one of the probably best I mean I know it's not a publicity stunt But it's probably one of the best things that could have happened for these guys I mean, yeah. I, I didn't Want to see the movie and now I kind of do Because of all this bullshit uh, yeah. that's
1: ensuing Yeah I guess uh, Korea Is even wanting to see it now too Oh really? <laughs> yeah I read that today Kim jong is not too happy
0: about it <laughs> They're like how do we take him down?
4: <laughs> <laughs> kind of paper ready
0: What about I mean, you guys? Like, Are you uh, interested in seeing it?
4: nope it looks terrible <laughs> i mean, like, I, mean I, I watched the previews it just it's like this awful potty humor and it's it's obsessed with like american patriotism while denouncing korean patriotism because some patriotism is good and other patriotism is bad i don't know it's this weird mixed message right america
1: what was it this is the end I think I was done seeing those guys movies
0: yeah that movie was so shitty man like the build up and then it was just it was bad I probably would have seen Team
3: America if that had been released on theaters uh, instead but
0: I enjoyed that movie that was funny I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing all the way through are you kidding yeah the puppet sex scene, man That's <laughs> I've seen that on YouTube actually. That would be the sex scene team. i
4: highlight In Team America is the puppet sex scene <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, it was so funny Shit, anyway it's just that old uh, Marinara puppets <laughs> Marinara. <laughs> Marinara puppets. Mar- Marinette puppets. Oh. Steve Bruhl says Marinara puppets. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I feel like they should spin this whole news thing off into DVD extras during that release because it should give them so much more material.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll be Parti-
3: yeah. good. Particularly all the English uh, responses of <laughs> raining death upon all the theaters that are going to show it. You can't really call it DVD
4: extras anymore. DVDs aren't a thing. I mean, they're things still, but barely. They're the Blu-ray
1: extras extra so. now.
0: A-word. Bonus material. i <laughs> just crack it up. Oh, fuck, that was funny. All right, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to say it was now on iTunes, like it really matters since it's every fucking where else now. But if you want to see it, there you go. All right, moving along. Jack, you had something on Ant-Man. Yeah, there's been a promotional art released that shows the new vi-
1: the villain for the movie. Oh, really? Which is going to be Yellow Jacket. Really? Yep, which is kind of weird because yeah. Yellow Jacket was the same guy. Well, it was Hank Pym, but... It's gonna be Scott Lang as Ant- Ant-Man, but it's some other guy in the movie is gonna be. Yellow They're just Jacket.
0: distorting the shit out of that story to make it work, aren't they?
1: Yeah, looks like it. <laughs> I don't care. He looks kind of he looks different too because he's got kind of look like the uh, superior Spider-Man arms. Oh, really? Coming out of his back too. Yeah, he's got a couple extra arms. That's different. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll post that on the website so but everyone yeah. can see if they, have, well, if they haven't seen it already. It's all over Facebook right now.
0: I'm sure it'll probably be good. It's a Marvel movie. Are you guys, I always have to ask all the guests this, are you a fan of the Marvel Universe and the uh, cinematic world?
3: My knowledge of Mar- the Marvel Universe is almost 100% movies, the various television shows, and maybe a couple issues of X-Men that I, that I picked up. And I picked those up and I was, and you know, I like them and all, but... I was like, this is a whole lot more bloody than the T V show. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Maybe I picked a bad issue, but um oh, no. You know, I, I'm I'm stoked for all their movies, but at the same time I go into them almost hundred percent blind, which might be might be an enjoyable thing. But then uh during the post movie credit uh hints where it's reveal someone, I always have to go in Wikipedia
1: find out you who know, it who it is yeah. that
3: the big reveal is. And then I try to get some grasp about where they fall within the universe, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is the most powerful person in the Marvel Universe, except for this person who's actually the most powerful, except for this person who's actually the most powerful." And then I get all confused
4: i I like the Marvel movies. I, I always feel like since so so much of the drama is really cartoony, it's hard to really feel concerned for the character's well-being for the most part I, can see I did that. like. Yeah, I did like the Captain America Two. I liked Captain. Oh, yeah. It was probably my favorite. Captain America Two was pretty cool, but Guardians of the Galaxy. I know everyone loves that movie, but it's just it's so weirdly slapsticky. And then at the end, I'm supposed to cry when Groot supposedly is going to die but it's like i don't i don't know how it's gonna die it's like nothing kill these kills these people well, and then Groot gives him a group hug and suddenly i'm supposed to be concerned i just didn't group i didn't hug. see it i didn't see it <laughs> i still like that movie don't get me wrong yeah when rockets Guardians, like you funny could, you could die and i just imagine
3: like just turning to him and saying, <laughs> they, i they don't gotta, believe you
4: in that movie they've got to tell you that someone is in danger for you to be concerned like ahead of time like when that spaceship blows up around Ga- Gamora, she's in the ship and it explodes around her and she just pops out of it and she's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then she's floating in naked space
0: just like for a, life. a
4: couple of minutes and she's fine. She's nailing, <laughs> so I don't know. But there's a lot of that in that movie that I was just, I was like, what? That, what? How did, that, that didn't hurt anyone? You know, and that's it,
0: funny you say that because that last scene when uh, Ronan, or what's his name? Ronan. Ronan's ship hits the city. I mean, that fucker comes down hard yeah. and fast. It takes a ton of stuff out, and yeah, they just kind of come stumbling out, holding their heads like, oh, that fucking hurt.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: Almost
3: no. as destroyed as Metropolis.
0: Oh no, not, not even close. Not, <laughs> not even close, even close <laughs> man. They destroyed half the world in Superman. Yeah, the collateral damage would be like, alright. The, we, the sequel
4: I hear is going to take place in the post-apocalyptic world.
0: <laughs> it's going to have to. <laughs> we,
4: we haven't quite re- rebuilt yet. Oh, that's what San Andreas is about? The, there's a movie. There's that movie. That Santa, I'm sorry. That felt flat, Show. Oh, yeah. There's that <laughs> San Andreas movie about the San Andreas fault. I know every time he says World that, season. I think of Grand Theft Auto. But That's exactly, that's what, exactly what I'm what I was like. American, Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to see that movie. I just saw the first trailer to that the other day. I don't think I've seen that yet. Who's in that again? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I think.
4: What? I, I, what? Is he? I don't remember. I, I thought he was. I'm going to look it up. <laughs>
1: He hits the ground and makes the San Andreas erupt.
0: I feel I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking of uh, Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon, though. No, Goddamn it! <laughs> um, I don't know. Just like a, like a Ethan Hawke kind of person, like a washed up '90s movie star was the main role. I don't. Yeah, it's Dwayne,
4: it's Dwayne Johnson is the lead wow. role.
0: Oh, I, I missed that. <laughs> hey, I haven't heard of that one. Maybe I was just waiting to see the Grand Theft Auto tie, the, and <laughs> like, it's not, it's not going to happen. This is something else.
4: It's got a uh, the sidekick from the TV Arrow TV show in it. Brown hair. Yeah, Roy. Roy. Right, okay. Arrow. Yeah, Red right Arrow. Yeah, Old a... brown hair, Roy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not know if you were familiar with the show, so I do not know if I knew char- if you knew character names.
4: I like well, I like that show, but I like Arrow, even though it's silly.
0: It's, it, it's, uh, yeah. it's it's dramatically so silly. It's so dramatic. It's hilarious. Where where did we start on this conversation, Ant Man? <laughs> yeah, we're talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I'm looking forward to Ant Man. I am too. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I think it'll be really good. I'll give it a shot. Nope, there's that. he will give be, it a
1: shot. The character that's going to be uh, Yellow Jacket. His name is uh, Darren Cross. Apparently, he's a minor Marvel villain. He's a minor that gives Scott Lang hell in the comics. Oh, that's another yeah.
0: character. I'll be Wikipedian. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who the
1: hell is this? Even though Darren Cross wasn't Yellowjacket. He wasn't him. So, I, they're twisting stuff around to make the story.
4: As they always do. Yeah. I think the only time they ever there's ever a situation in these movies where you feel like you have to have read the comics to get it is those end credit scenes where they throw in Yeah, you know, a character.
0: With the exception of Howard the Duck, I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, in Guardians at the end, when they're all worrying that Groot was going to die in the crash, I was just sitting there, just sitting there. Because <laughs> I knew he wasn't, because I read oh, the comics.
0: Of course not. And he gets they're blown to bits all the, the time.
1: Character off. I was just like, yep, they're just going to take a stick of him, plant him in a pot, and sure enough, there's Groot again. <laughs> Spit on him. Well, I figured that's
3: what the whole flower scene was earlier in the movie, and then that didn't really even matter.
4: I thought that was like a
3: part of him. He was leaving off to the side.
4: Yeah, he, he spread some spores earlier in the movie. I forget why. Non reproductive. He all over I the guess. place. That, <laughs> yeah, non reproductive.
0: <laughs> like when he's in Ronan's ship and all the, like, the little light things come out of his hand. Yeah.
3: They're like, oh, that's so pretty. But no, no, it's gross. <laughs>
0: Don't do that. He's fertilizing the room. <laughs> all right, moving along. <laughs> They have released a few photos for the upcoming Netflix Daredevil series. Have you seen them?
1: Uh, just one of him being Matt Murdock walking around. Oh, yeah, I've seen the that fuck?
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm Zorro. sorry you guys can't see this. I have this pulled up on my computer. It's a picture of Charlie Cox uh, in his Daredevil outfit, which is pretty much just looks like a black pants, black shirt, uh, black bandana wrapped around his head, beating the piss out of some guy in front <laughs> of a taxi cab. But it looks pretty, pretty good.
1: I guess that's a starter suit. They're going to end up probably going with the I think the black and red suit.
0: I I saw that online somewhere, but that um, like.
1: that suit's pretty sweet looking. Yeah. I en-
0: I enjoy this very just raw like tying something around my face and going, you know. To me it looks like Zorro. It does look
1: yeah. like Zorro. And the pose that he has right there, I'm just it's just so funny to me right now.
4: He looks like a ninja with a reverse mask where he's covering the top <laughs> of his head and the bottom. He's blind. He didn't know
0: which way it was supposed to go on. <laughs> I know. It, it always impresses me how a blind man can uh, dress himself so snazzy to <laughs> f- fight crime. But, I knew it was all going to be black.
4: And get me if I'm wrong. This is one of the shows that's coming to Netflix, right? This yes. is like a Netflix original? Correct. Yep. I'm a big fan of Netflix originals now. I love it when they do that.
0: Oh, uh, let me see. There was the season of rested Development, and there's uh, Orange is House New, of cards. Or Black. Or... Oh, I've heard of that one.
1: I haven't seen that one yet. It was good. I'm not big into... Uh, government type yeah. TV shows, so it was kind government of hard TV for me. To... Drama. yeah, exactly. My well, so unrealistic
4: it, so. That, <laughs> that it's entertaining. I actually just watched uh, Marco Polo, which which was oh, a Netflix that looks original. Good. I saw the previous it. and that. I mean, yeah, if you like Game of Thrones and and The Last Samurai and the Shogun, I mean, that's basically what it was. It was I would call it historical fantasy. It was it wasn't terribly historically accurate because it had like blind Chinese. Martial artists and stuff, which I don't—I don't know how much of that was actually. We are not the <laughs> ones to complain about blind. No, no, no. no <laughs> <honestly not. laughs> which is why I liked Marco Polo just fine. <laughs> just fine. But yeah, it was. I mean, they have spent ninety million dollars on Marco Polo. That thing oh, wow. was wow. high quality. But then you say
3: it depends on your acceptance of derivative.
4: Well, that's the thing. Yeah, if if you can. I mean, I think the average TV show watcher would enjoy Marco Polo. I think you have to be kind of a snob to watch that and go, "Ugh." <laughs> but who knows? I'm, I am kind of a snob, so. <laughs> I thought I, I want to check it out. Yeah. So, speaking of
3: blind martial artists, back to Daredevil.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I just heard you mention uh, the Last Samurai. My God, that was a good movie. Yeah. I can, tolerate, I can tolerate Tom Cruise in that movie. Well, yeah, it. there's very few instances where I can tolerate Tom Cruise,
4: but that was one of them. That's actually a lie. I like Tom Cruise in uh, Mission Impossible 4 a lot. I, liked oh, him yeah. in, I I mean, I loved him in uh, Tomorrow. What, what was the time travel movie? Well, edge of, of repeat, Tomorrow.
0: Repeat,
4: edge of Tomorrow. Repeat,
0: the oh, it,
4: well, <laughs> they changed the name sort of to Live, Die, Repeat. They took the tagline and they featured it so prominently and made the original title like really small. So now it's lived I Repeat," but it was "Edge of Tomorrow." Oh
3: Which movie God. was he that producer? We just like covered in makeup. He didn't look like Tom Cruise at all.
4: Oh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, uh, producer. Tropic Thunder. Uh, Tropic Thunder was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> the best role ever, it. I thought. Yeah, it was his resurgence, yeah. wasn't it? His what he that was his, like coming back. He was the
1: producer of the show of the whole the whole reality series that they were doing. Really? Yeah. The big. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, He him. would never know it was him until. Like it took me a little bit. I was like,
0: "Holy shit, is that Tom Cruise?" And wasn't uh, Robert Downey Jr. in blackface on that? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> a, he was a white guy acting
4: like a black guy. Yeah, They went and got
1: surgery to make his skin black.
0: Man, you guys are always talking about this movie. I've got to watch it. Is that it's, on Netflix? What do you it's mean horrible movie? But you got to watch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. Opinions on this picture
1: now. Doesn't it look like he hit this guy and he jumped out of the, the car just to say, sorry, some asshole gave me the wheel?
0: Maybe he was just <laughs> driving the taxi and hit the guy because
1: he... <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, God, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Looks like he gave him a hard <laughs> bitch slap. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> you struck me.
0: I, I keep hearing that this outfit right here is just uh, Frank Miller inspired. Yeah. Yeah, he did a,
1: a series like that with him. Why is the collar up, though? Gotta kind of look cool. Cause he's all oh man. Maybe it's a bit cool, chilly out. Let's <laughs> nice get the chills off his neck.
4: I wonder if I, I mean is his outfit gonna be? Is that like his homemade outfit, and then he's gonna get a more advanced outfit later, or do you think that's just gonna be his outfit for the whole show?
0: Well, so that's what Jack was uh, saying. Supposedly, there's he's going to merge into the more familiar, the Ben Affleckish. Oh god, not the Ben Affleck one. <laughs> Speaking of collars, the Ben Affleck one had a collar. It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like his
1: uh the first Spider Man series when he had the red hoodie and blue sweatpants. Oh yeah. That's what that's what he's doing right now, just his homemade I'm gonna try this out. I hope
0: it's good. I'm sure it will be though. They seem to be getting quality shows. Yeah. You know what just hit me? <coughs> I never asked that question until he said it on here. But how the hell did he come up with that suit? If he can, if he can't see, if he can't see it, <laughs> yeah, this should it's be just
1: all color crazy coded. Colors
0: and... <laughs> like how he didn't end up in like old bell bottoms and flannel or something? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: <laughs> like did he go up to somebody like, hey, can you? What color is that? Is this black? Scarlet red? Is this black?
4: All right, I'm gonna go. Well, black. it looks. I mean, it looks like he just. He probably just walked into a store and he said, "I need, I need a black shirt, and I need black pants, and I need black gloves, and."
3: No, he's probably black, right. Very dark gray.
4: Yeah, I, I need
1: a very tight and and two giant D's on the front. Two gi- <laughs> the interlock.
0: All right, let's get past this. There, I need batons that shoot grapple hooks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Just a quick mention before we end uh, the recaps. Uh, I think it was what's this past Sunday, the twenty eighth. Or yes, yesterday, yesterday was Stan Lee's 92nd birthday. Stan, so. he's old guy. He is an old guy. Yes, he is. Happy still birthday, acting. Stan! What's that? Still acting? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's still going to the cons. I cannot believe he still travels with Comic Cons. Yeah, it blows my mind. Be <clears> fun though. I would do it. Well, to he didn't look. I, I I saw him. Not what was it? 2013. Saw him at the Columbus Con. And I was all excited and got up there, and he just looked so just out of it. Like, kill me. Get me the hell out of here. (laughs) I felt so bad for him. It
1: was actually wires holding his arm up. It was like a Weekend at Bernie's type thing.
0: (laughs) Uh. Well, I don't (laughs) wish that for him. but That's why he wears the dark glasses (laughs) still. Happy birthday, Stan. That'll do it for Recaps.
2: Recap it.
1: Oh, speaking of birthdays, too. Today's Jeff's birthday.
0: Oh, yes. Happy birthday, Jeffrey. Yay. How old are you this this day? I'm 22. No, you're not. You're full of <laughs> shins, what you are. Yeah, yeah, I am. How old are you? 31, I think. You think? Uh, 32. One of the numbers. <laughs> I don't care anymore. We'll just say 31. Happy 31st birthday. Jeff. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the rumor mill real quick. The
1: rumors. Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah.
0: Jack, what do you have there on Spider-Man?
1: Toby Maguire may come back as Peter Parker in the third Amazing Spider-Man movie. Oh, Lord. What? What? Yep. What? Yep, I read it today. They, Andrew Garfield, they were talking about not bringing him back. One reason, because he was, he was supposed to give a five-hour uh, head start warning that he wasn't going to come to some dinner, and Sony was pretty pissed about it. Like, he was supposed to say, <laughs> give him, like... Uh, Five hour notice before he couldn't show up To something and also there was Comments that he said about the movie That you know it wasn't his fault The the script was kind of bad anyway Which kind of Ruffled some feathers too
0: So
4: you can't hide The truth
1: (laughs) But uh I guess yeah They're talking about maybe bringing Toby back That shit will never happen And making it a more aged Peter
4: Parker For the next movie (laughs) Uh, they they don't really look like the same person. Oh so
3: no, no, what the fuck? Well, we'll find out that he's been moping for the last you know five <laughs> years like Batman.
4: And
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's that's a rumor. How could they ever do that and expect to pull it off? Are you serious? Yeah, I don't see it. That'd kill me. I did not like him as uh, Spider Man. No. What? Who?
4: Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire.
0: I. Uh, <laughs> As Spider Man, no. As Peter Parker, yes. He played the part of Peter Parker much no truer way. to the old comics than the uh, emo teen Andrew Garfield did. I mean, he seemed like a soft spoken person, too, in yeah. that movie. Which one? The uh, Tobey Maguire. He's like,
1: no, Mary Jane, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't. No, I don't like know. the new guy as Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do better. too. I, lo- I like the way the outfit looks better. Ugh. No I mean I just I don't know I just I liked especially in the first Amazing Spider-Man how the suit seemed Kind of baggy and you could see wind drag On it mm. where yeah. Tobey Maguire's Was like I want to whip something up some, I'm to yeah. sew this shit up at home And it's like <laughs> spray painted Abs and stuff <laughs> <laughs> Nah that's going to stay A rumor I'm afraid I didn't before. like that movie Which one? <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man 2 I tell you what, man, I was really excited for it to come out. We went and saw it, and it didn't bowl me over. Captain America was so much better. I was still—I was riding that high all summer with Captain America. The
4: the biggest problem with Amazing Spider-Man 2 is that none of it makes any sense at all. Like, every single scene, I was like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Why doesn't Peter Parker want to give— his uh, Harry Osborn, who supposedly is like greatest childhood friend of all time, even though they haven't seen each other in a decade. Like, why didn't you just give him the blood? There's no stated reason not to do that <laughs> until later they come up with a reason. But that's after it's all blown over at that point, And it's all
0: gone to hell. Yeah. It's, it's just late by them.
4: Nothing makes any sense. Anyway, I don't know. I just like we left that theater and we stood outside the theater for literally 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we talked I think what was it? A couple episodes ago, we talked about the amazing Spider Man one, how that didn't make sense with the death of Gwen's dad. Mm, yeah. You know, how they should have followed the story, you know, revealing as he's dying that he knew He knew it was Peter, time, yeah. you know, he knew Spider Man was Peter Parker instead of unmasking him on his knees in the street. How retarded, man. But whatever. It's the Spider-Man movies we're being given, so I'm going to watch them.
3: But we'll also complain about them if they're
1: bad. That's
4: the deal. They get our money,
0: and they get
1: our
4: complaints.
1: (laughs) We ask them for it, they give it to us, and we complain about it.
4: I think they really only care about one of those two things, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yep, the complaints. (laughs) All right, that'll do it for the Rumor Mill. The Rumors! Can't get
1: away from the Rumor Mill. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move into the part of the show Where we go around the table talking about comics uh, Okay, who wants to go first this week? Me you? Yeah, I got nothing I, <laughs> Are oh. you serious?
1: <laughs> I got all this other stuff and I, I couldn't get any books read Shit I know I thought for sure because you got books for Christmas Oh yeah. man, I, I have a list of stuff for you guys But I just can't, I don't got it right now uh, <laughs> I can't give week. an honest review, yeah Next week Damn it <laughs> All right. You want to go? No, that's, I got the same thing because of the holidays. Oh, I you not got nothing to, either? Yeah, that and going to Pack Rats and picking up my uh, my pull list that was uh, four issues later, so I couldn't catch up on nothing. You fucking slackers. I know. I am pissed. <laughs> that's why I was so pissed when I went to the comic book store and couldn't get nothing.
0: You got to put the wrong answer sound for both of us. <laughs> 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 All right. What about you, Joseph and Alex? You guys have anything? nothing uh
3: super recent but i've been catching up on uh berserk uh dark horse um it just you know that comic's been going on for so many decades and unfortunately it it crawls at its uh at its release pace so i'll forget about it for five years and then and then try catching up
0: on it (laughs) <laughs> what is it? What is that exactly, Berserk? I know I've heard the title. I'm not sure what it is. Though.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Berserk. Well, it's a little left field because it's manga instead of uh, a regular American comic. But it's. Um, oh, I see. Basically, it's some, set in a fantasy world uh, where everything's basically gone to hell because uh, basically dark forces have taken over all of all of. The world. All the world, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it centers around, um, basically... You say
1: basically of, a, a lot. Yeah. Basically, basically.
3: Basically. Basically. this It's it's like this basically.
4: A, <laughs> I can edit basically out. There's a guy, and he has he the shittiest luck in the imagined universe... Uh, and he grows up to be a mercenary swordsman for hire, and he ends up getting recruited into a, a band of mercenaries, and they begin rising the ranks uh, and then, he, which is the most fun part of the which comic? Which is the
3: most fun part? Uh, and yeah, things start turning out great, and you're like, "Awesome! I feel good that this guy's finally getting a break." Until, uh, until well, without until spoiling, right? Well, things go very wrong. Things go very bad. Very, there very might bad. be some
4: betrayal involved. Basically, there might very be. Very bad. There might be a couple of character deaths. <laughs> And there might be a few characters that live. And that's the beginning of the comic. Holy cow. (laughs) Which, Which covers years of this character's life. It's, it's like a lifespan. I mean, when did it start? Like in the 90s? The guy started it, uh, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. I know at least a few people are going to be angry that I can't remember off the top of my head. But it, it started in the 80s, like yeah. late 80s, like 88 or 89, I think. Yeah. Uh,
3: that sounds about right. If you wanted to catch up really quickly, um, there was a 90s uh, anime that covered the, the kind of the happy part of the story. So, if you wanted to see the whole sort of like the prequel of why the world is the way it is, we
4: and we use the term "happy" relatively because oh, the yeah. animated series is still super dark. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I,
0: I, don't know. I,
4: I have more. I have a couple of recent stuff I've read. Well, that sounds
0: cool. I mean, whatever you want to bring to the table, yeah. it's a free for all. I love bringing.
4: I love bringing things to the table. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> So I, and this is over Christmas, actually, I got the, uh, do you, are you guys familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender yeah, cartoon yeah. series? Yep. Uh, they've, they've got a spin-off comic. And so I got the graphic novel The Search, which which deals with uh, the main character, Prince Zuko's uh, mother. In the show, she disappears, and and it's a kind of a big mystery about where she went. Uh, and at the very last episode, Zuko actually goes to his crazed sister and is like, or goes to his father and is like, where is my mother? And they cut away and you have no idea. And so I, I got the graphic novel that covers that part of the story and it's excellent. I mean, I was blown away with how good it was. Uh, like it fleshes out, it explains so much about the about what's going on in the show, which is pretty interesting because it has, it has creator commentary written into the book and the creators actually say, we didn't really plan out her story. <laughs> we, we, <came> up, <laughs> we, we worked it out for this book, uh, which is surprising because if they didn't say that specifically, I would have thought that this is all planned out because it's so well executed. Uh, and the art's fantastic. I mean, the comic reads just like the show. So when you watch the show and then you read the comic, it's like you hear the characters' voices in your head. And the art match, the art style matches really well uh and i got um uh the graphic novel uh sh- uh oh my gosh what is it called uh i want to call it shadow assassins but i know that's not right way of shadows which is uh, a graphic novel novel ad- adaptation of a book called called the way of shadows and i don't know i got it because i love that book and i love the art the artist who does the art for that book it had some problems though, it's like scene transition wise, they, they rarely had like establishing shots between scene transitions. So you go from one scene to another and it was really confusing then you just change scenes. And the, co- and the comics all in black and white, which also had some problems because even though I loved that guy's art, a lot of the faces were somewhat similar. I feel like I feel terrible because I'm criticizing. I can't even name the artist. <laughs> I should look that up. I, so I looked it up, and the it says Ivan Brandon and Andy McDonald, and I don't know which one the artist is. <laughs> so it's either Ivan Brandon or Andy McDonald. I've, uh, I know I think what you're art.
0: talking about uh, with black and white comics because I've seen some comic books where I mean the art is great, but maybe too much is being fit into a panel and there isn't enough detail for you to exactly figure out what the hell you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It might take you a minute, you know?
4: It was interesting because Brent Weeks, the the author of the book, actually uh, had a big part in writing the graphic novel. And in the foreword, he specifically states he's never worked on a graphic novel before. So he says he went out and he read all the big graphic novels. He read The Killing Joke. He read... Uh, um, a bunch of, well, a bunch of well-known graphic novels, and he read a bunch of crappy ones too. And he tried to read as much as he could uh, before he went in. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I liked it, but I feel like it's more of a companion to the novel because if you tried to read this this graphic novel without having read the actual novel, you'd be confused as heck. Really? Uh, yeah. They do some they do some weird narration things like a character will have something happen to him and then the narration will be cryptic, like uh, she'd known him for a long time and his lack of reaction hurt her. And it'll be written like that. And I'm like, why would you even say that? I mean, why are you showing it in the comic? You know, you don't need to say it. Which that seems like an old school principle because you look back at like really old comics like the old Star Wars comics did that a lot. <laughs> I have sure. some of those old omnibuses and they explain things about what characters are feeling and it's like new comics generally they just show it
3: right. Right. It's like saying it hurt a lot and the lightsaber's cutting the guy. In
0: half. <laughs> it's like uh, Yvonne was saying on our last episode about uh, explaining too much what you already know is happening. She's like, well, you're not going to see a movie where <laughs> a guy points a gun at somebody and says, I'm going to kill you. Well, no shit. That's why you're pointing the yeah. gun at
4: <laughs> But sometimes they say that.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Very cool finds, guys. I kind of have
1: one, even though it's not necessarily... It is a comic, but I didn't read it, but it's comic-expired.
0: Throw it out there. Young Justice. Young Justice. The show? The TV show?
1: Yeah, I just finished the second season. And good God, was it a good read, watch?
4: Uh, cool oh, man. man. You mean the cartoon? Yes. Yes. Oh, the first season on Netflix is amazing. I oh, want the second season to come to Netflix. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting
1: for it. We I ended up uh, buying the whole season on Vudu and watched it, and it was even better than the first season.
4: You know, and it's like Greg Weissman was the head writer on that show, mm-hmm. and he's also the head writer of Gargoyles, the Disney cartoon. Oh, that, well, that makes a sense. Show. Yeah, and he's also the head writer for the new Star Wars show, Star Wars Rebels. That's a really good show, too. Oh, I yeah, to watch watch it. Watch I'm loving it, all yeah. of those. But well, yeah, it makes the, me
1: want to start reading the, the Young Justice books. I know they're—I don't know if they're still coming out, but maybe get some back issues for it because that was pretty damn good.
0: I'll look into it. I got so much stuff. To it wasn't watch. some
1: kitty show, that's for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty deep story. Really deep story.
0: Like a serious tone, kind of like animated series of Batman did, or yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's
4: as dark as Batman, but no, no, it wasn't. But I mean, the way they like they the way they slowly reveal the history of the characters, like the one girl who they she comes on and and Green Arrow says that she's uh his niece. Oh, and yeah. then you slowly find out her backstory throughout the course of the show and how she's connected to some of the villains and stuff. I
0: mean yeah. stuff like that is
1: really cool. That goes even <clears> deeper <throat> into that in the in the second season because it's like five years later. Hmm. And they got Tim Drake as the new Robin and
0: well, I remember you Dick Grayson is Nightwing
1: now. Hmm. Kid Flash ends up retiring. Hmm. It was good though. But yeah,
0: definitely a must watch. Young Justice. Very nice. And then it got canceled.
1: They're trying to bring it back.
4: Oh, I would love it if they can. Yeah. Net- Netflix should pick it up.
1: That's why I yeah. heard that they were going to try it. Netflix was going to try really? it. But yeah.
4: Wow.
3: Netflix, Netflix is needs like. Taking an, over. Yeah. Netflix needs an open forum for people to just beg them to pick up canceled series to make new seasons.
4: Netflix, take my money.
0: Take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't uh, The Tick trying to do that on Amazon? They were going to bring The Tick That's back? That's right. Yep. Was I don't
1: I heard much more of that, but yeah.
0: Was it the cartoon or the real series?
1: No, though? they're going to redo a live-action series. Live-action yeah. series. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go, go right you later. There. Go you you there. know if
3: Firefly was canceled, like, this year, that Netflix would be there to pick it up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: It was, just, it was just five years off
1: Man, from technology being there. They should just pick that up, though.
4: They should just make an animated one. Yeah, animation is great now. Like Legend of Korra is done. Let's get let's pull in a Firefly animated show. Oh shoot! But That's Wash good. is dead. Yeah. No, no, animated doesn't have to
0: follow the same continuity.
4: They just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wash can be alive, no problem.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'll, okay, I'll watch it. You've twisted my arm enough. I'll watch it. All right. Well, what I have this week, uh, I was at the comic book store shopping Saturday with some comic book gift cards I got for Christmas, and was surprised to find a comic adaptation of a Batman novel I read in like the mid-90s called The Ultimate Evil. You guys ever heard of this? It sounds familiar. Was it the Joker? No, it was not. <laughs> um, it, then that's actually, a lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it carries a pretty heavy, a, a dark tone to it. In a Batman story? Well, hear me out. You'll hear me out. You'll (laughs) you'll know what I'm talking about. He's not up against any of his classic villains in this. In this novel, he starts thinking, you know, I've been taking down all these criminals, but the criminals just keep coming back. I need to start digging deeper, finding the roots. You know of the problem what causes a criminal and in the process of digging into that you know he finds out that there's a lot of trafficking of children happening not only in Gotham but all over the world and uh, comes to find out that his parents murders weren't you know just a mugger in an alley that his mom was like an activist to help stop trial child trafficking and uh, she had a hit put out on her and it was it was very good it, it's hard to explain. It didn't carry the same tone as like any of these comic books do. Like even with the Joker, that are dark. You know, it was. It's hard to explain.
4: Sounds like it's got some political commentary. Uh, I mean, child trafficking is a real problem.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the guy who wrote it, uh, Andrew. How do you pronounce that? I can never pronounce that right. V. Vox. Vox. Yeah. I think it is. I think I read in the back of the book, like about the author, that he was actually an attorney at one point, who was uh, he specialized in cases like this, like ch- abuse children and stuff yeah, like it's that. Yeah, real world. Yeah, it, kept, it carried a real weight to it. But uh, the imagery in it was really awesome, uh, and just seeing it finally like drawn out in book form was amazing. But also, if you uh, you know if you don't want to read it at all, you can get on iTunes and download. I think it's a four-part podcast. It's the uh, audio version of the novel. Oh, really? the audio book? Yeah, absolutely free on iTunes. Just uh, search in the podcast "Batman: The Ultimate Evil," read by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I wish it was read by read Morgan by Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> How would it sound if it was read by uh, Alan Rickman, Jack? Batman, The Ultimate Evil. <laughs> An uh, ap-
1: adaptation of the novel by Andrew Vox.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, that's all I got on that. <laughs> Anything else, guys? <clears throat> all right, with that, let's move right into... Speechless.
4: Real World <laughs> Heroes.
1: Jack, who was our hero this week? Johnson City. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> the Dang. city of Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, this happened this December. It all started with uh, a man a man named Tim Lejeune, his wife and two sons, and a daughter that had been living in their car for a few weeks until they noticed a white flag waving outside of a Salvation Army, set, a Salvation Army shelter. Uh, the flag usually says, if you're in need, come on in. We'll help you out. They went in to uh, stay the night because it was really cold but they kept getting turned away because their son is 15 years old apparently there's a policy that if uh, we always help children here <laughs> we don't help little boys <laughs> uh, boys from the age of 12 to 16 because uh, they can't stay with their mom in, the, in the, like, the female side because they're too old they can't stay with the man on the male side because they're not old enough and because there's a lot of preverts out there so they kept getting turn, turned away Okay um, The police ended up coming over Trying to help them out Saying you know It's too freaking cold outside Because it was in the negatives That there's no reason Why they can't stay in there They have to stay in their car So the cops ended up Pulling all funds together To get them a hotel room Took them to a hotel The hotel found out What was going on Decided to comp the room So the cops ended up Getting all the money That they took for the hotel And bought them A bunch of groceries Really? Uh, later on, the whole community, you know, heard word of what was going on, ended up getting funds together and getting them a house. And nearby car lot ended up hearing about it too, got them a new car because their car had been repossessed.
0: So these people got picked up by the whole city pretty much. Merry Christmas, and That's huh?
1: it. Jeez,
0: what kind of a fucking shelter looks at a 15 year old boy and says, I'm sorry. You might bang one of the girls <laughs> back out in the cold with you.
1: Or you might get banged by one of the guys. We can't help you.
3: It's really for your own good. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <Take> <laughs> We're ch- trying to help you here. <laughs> Take your chance with the frostbite. Wow. All right. So for that, the Johnson City in Tennessee, you have made it on our wall of justice and the hall of heroes. So thank you for your good deeds. Pieces of the mic. <laughs> All right, let's just move right into our topics for this week. Uh, what's up first there's Halo 5 beta already out came out today came out today yep the twenty ninth yes, and you have to purchase what is it the the
1: the master Chief collection yes so I'm kind of salty because I spend a bunch of money on a bunch of other games. And I didn't get that one yet. Really? Yeah, I was kind of debating if I should, but. Well, from
0: what I hear, that server is still down. People still can't play the actual uh, multiplayer, but. And I don't think the beta was running very long. Was it to like the end of January, maybe? I'm not sure. Something like that. Oh, they extended it. Did they?
4: Yeah.
1: Just cause all the issues. Right. I would hope so. I can wait. Yeah. It's Halo. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had to say was that. Uh, Jack, something on Dark Horse? Yep, Dark Horse Comics is saying farewell to the Star Wars universe, all because Marvel's taking them over now. All right. But right now, you can buy all of their books uh, digitally for fifty percent off. Really? Yep.
4: You can buy everything for three hundred dollars. That's yeah. I... That's
1: what I was going with next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can buy the whole Star Wars collection for three hundred bucks right now which would normally retail for $2,714 Holy and shit. 34 cents.
3: You'd be losing money not to do it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the deal is only going through the 31st. And if you have your purchases by January 1st, they'll stay in your digital collection. Oh, crap, but this will have already aired by the time it's over. It will air on the first, so <laughs> I hope you guys were paying attention. Tough shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: had your chance. <laughs> if not, it's to the back issues with you.
0: All right, anything else on that?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of stupid
0: saying that news bundle, but... No, not at all. Jeff, Navy guy, what the hell is that about? Oh, uh, it was hilarious. And this, you know what's funny is uh, it was actually found by Mike. Really? Yeah. What did Mike find for us this week?
1: It is old news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it did happen on the 15th. <laughs> of when?
0: <laughs> of last year?
1: <laughs> um, no, luckily it was December 15th of this year. Thank oh, shoot, that's not too far back then.
0: We're just razzing you, Mike, if you're listening. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> He's probably cursing your names right now. <laughs> I'm not listening to these guys anymore. Fuck these guys, I'm done. Um, Robert O'Neill, who
1: is was... Uh, One of the Navy SEALs who actually shot uh, Osama bin Laden. If you guys remember that whole little group. I remember Osama bin Laden. (laughs) Yeah. Kinda. Yeah.
0: Wasn't he hiding in a bush? (laughs) Did he have a beard?
1: (laughs) (laughs) he wear a dress? (laughs) uh, He actually had some street thugs break into his house. Really? And here's the funny thing is he was going to bed, heard a crash in his back door, Got up out of bed and just slowly crept down there. These five guys, armed, were taken out barehanded by uh, Robert, broken limbs, four of them knocked out unconscious. And then the last guy was just kind of bleeding out on the floor. He decided to make a pot of coffee and then call the police.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Just let him writhe in pain for a few minutes. <laughs> he was probably enjoying it, like getting off. I was like, "Yeah." Now smoking the, a cigarette.
1: <laughs> now the one guy that wasn't, you know, knocked out, as the others were in uh, intensive care, he was. He stated, "We we got the wrong house." <laughs> <laughs> and what it was was they've broken in because the neighbor actually owed fifty bucks for a bag of marijuana.
0: Wow one hell of a mistake.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I knew I should have broken into Wayne Manor instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't break in on a Navy SEAL. That just has bad written all over it.
1: No, I mean, I think that was the most hilarious thing. Because the first thing that popped in my head was, like, if it was in the comic world and you're breaking into Lois Lane and Clark's house, and (laughs) you didn't know, that's how it kind of felt.
0: Like, yeah, they're okay. (laughs) well... We learned something today. <laughs> don't go into Navy SEAL's house without their permission. Yeah, without invitation. He'll <laughs> get the shit kicked out of you, and he'll sit there and drink coffee while you bleed to death. <laughs> All right. It's sitting in the Aren't back like, put pressure. Me? Hold on, I need a cup of joe. Put pressure on it. <laughs> All right, moving along. I found this hilarious, and this happened on Christmas Eve. Dust and Dustin Diamond. Better known as Screech from Saved by the Bell, charged in sta- in a uh, stabbing in a Wisconsin bar. What do, you, what do you really think happened here? Someone made fun of him for being <laughs> Screech. Oh, fuck yeah, they, 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 aren't you fucking Screech? Oh uh, no, yeah, no, that's something. Yeah, no, it's you, it's you <laughs> fucking nerd. You were in a porno. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in the, uh, the sex tape or whatever. He was charged with the felony, second degree, recklessly endangering safety, disorderly conduct, and carrying a concealed weapon. I guess he had a switchblade on him. And uh, he got in a tussle with some guys, and he claims he accidentally inserted a knife into the guy's (laughs) armpit. Whoops! (laughs) (laughs) Look what happened by accident! Um, The guy did not, you know, sustain any serious injuries. Um, But this happened at, like, 11.15 on Christmas night... Uh, and D- Diamond said it was self-defense And it was an accident while he was defending his fiance From two men harassing him Or her, excuse me I think it was the other way around I think the two guys were yeah. probably harassing him Leave him alone, guys You're with the screech <laughs> 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 uh, But the fiance was also fa- uh, faces disorderly conduct charges And Diamond's agent declines any comments on this Of course Now didn't he, he drive right away? What's that? He has an agent? <laughs> <laughs> a shitty one. What did he, what did he, do, what did he get? him? Uh, celebrity boxing? Was that all his agents got him since Saved by the Bell? Maybe Mind you, he did Save by the Bell for 12 years. Yeah.
3: In and the world of reality television, being an agent for a third-tier star should be really easy.
1: <laughs> you would pick, pick a
3: reality some. TV show, done.
0: This is just... I, I, it's sad, I mean, I always hated Screech and Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. He was so fucking annoying But, you know, into our adult years You are flipping through the channels you have seen a whole new cast of Saved by the Bell kids And there's still Screech Like, oh man, that <laughs> <laughs> poor bastard and, uh, He played that character for 12 years And uh, I guess he could not get any other work, really other, Well, and I don't more, think you He could have
1: really done any other work no. It's not like he was a great actor. He was just a
0: goof-off nerd. <laughs> We're looking for the speech not impediment, fumbling buffoon. Yeah. Didn't he end up uh, like replacing Mr. Belding as principal in the later years or something?
1: I think somebody he was like a counselor or something, but he was like the, the highest on the list. That's a
0: shame. That's all I have. I just found that hilarious. I mean, not for him, but uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I was at my mom's over the weekend. That news break
0: came up. My sister was like, what was that? I was like, that was Screech. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would you say the most successful original Say by the Bell cast member is? Probably Mario Lopez. Oh, uh, that's a it's either him,
1: Zach or Kelly. What's would, Kelly done? She's in. Uh, oh, there's a USA TV show. I don't Blue think. Collar. Blue Collar. That's it. Is she in that? Yeah. Oh, she is. She's in that. And then uh, what was it. Something and Bash Franklin and Bash Zach is in that show Oh really? Yeah it's on, I think they just Canceled that season Only made it for a few seasons But
0: He uh, made a few appearances In Weeds And wasn't he in one of uh, Like those police drama Shows too?
1: Uh, he, was, he was on Law and Order I think Or something like that for Yeah oh, Something Oh no I'm thinking Of
0: Rick Schroeder Oh yeah he was too
3: <laughs> I feel uh, like I've spotted The principal In more Random TV shows And movies Than anyone else yeah,
0: and it's like we, not
3: important roles, but just like, oh
0: yeah, Mr. Building, A Million yeah, exactly. Ways to Die in the West. He was in that. Was he really? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It that, of, that seems ben like President. most
3: successful to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I saw this video on YouTube when I was when we we had talked about when the Lifetime movie was coming out, the unauthorized story of Saved yeah. by the Bell, and um, there was a. Like a slight reunion. I don't remember what talk show it was on, but it had Tiffany Amber Thiessen on there, uh, uh, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we got a surprise for you waiting backstage. And here comes old tubby, Mr. Belding. And <laughs> he gets real close to her and gives her a hug. And she looks like totally irritated, like <laughs> bogged out by it. Like this is so fucking unnecessary. I can't believe you brought him back here. Man, you could have cut the tension with a knife. And, uh, I felt awkward watching it. Like, anyway, we're hope we're, we're rooting for you, Dustin Diamond. <laughs> uh, hope you can get out of this, but doesn't look like it. All right, uh, one more thing. Uh, you have something on 2014 uh, top nerd shows? Is that right?
1: Yep. The 2014 top 10 nerd shows having to do with fantasy, horror, sci-fi, and comics. They're not in like ascending or like number 10 the best or number 1's the worst. Just the top ten. Number ten was American Horror Story Freak Show. I know you've watched that.
0: Yeah, that's been pretty good. Has it? I ducked out recently on a few episodes, but for the most part, it's been a good watch. I didn't like the first two seasons. I never watched any of them. Or or three. Is it the third season?
1: This is the fourth.
0: Fourth. This is the fourth? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Number
1: nine was Constantine, which I have not caught at all because I don't know when it's on. I think it's on Friday night. Uh, which is terrible for shows most of the time, anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> where shows go to
4: die. You Number watch eight. cable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number eight was *The Legend of Korra*, which I've heard that's really good. I haven't been able to watch it. I have a heard of it. That's a sequel. That's a sequel to *Avatar*, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: It's it's kind of like has the worst luck with. Uh, with its airing time. I mean, it's basically been canceled, but not canceled.
4: No, they took it off They took it off television for its third season. Nickelodeon was like, oh, all our, all our Spongebobs aren't sitting well with this weird Korra thing made for, like, older, older people. So they took it off television, then it was back on television. At the end of season three, they were like, oh, we're going to put it back on television now. And so, and then season four, they just jumped right into it. They didn't even have a break in between. So that was kind of strange, too. To try to play it out and get it done with. It's, it felt
0: like that.
1: We yeah. need more SpongeBob on. Get this. Just finish the show. Come on. They play the shit out
0: of SpongeBob, yeah. man. That is, like, all they ever freaking play. I always try to catch the Turtles cartoon, and every time I get on there... Oh, not on this week, but in place. Oh! <laughs> 13 hours of SpongeBob. <laughs> no thank you.
3: Nickelodeon does not like having an older audience.
0: I can tell Apparently,
1: that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, number eight, Doctor. Number seven, Doctor Who. I'm
4: shocked. shocked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're kidding me. Still not too sure if I like this new Doctor or not yet. Really? Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still. He's darker
3: and not. He's not approachable at all.
4: Yeah. Anyway, he's the house. He's the house of Doctor Who's. <laughs> he
1: is.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> really is.
1: <laughs> I like the guy, but maybe it's maybe it's Clara. I don't know her whole situation. Yeah, I kind of like the doctor. He's like fuck him. I don't care. I mean, yeah. he's just going. <laughs> uh, number six, the Flash. Uh,
0: oh yeah, I've only show. seen a couple episodes,
4: but very. I'm good. following it. Arrow and Flash. Those are like my two superhero shows.
0: What about like uh, Shield or anything like that? You into that?
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up on it. I started watching Shield when it started, and I really liked it, but I, I fell off the bandwagon. But it, the first thing is on Netflix now, so. I'm gonna
0: catch up on that We uh, power through some of those episodes Because yeah. it gets season 2 so much better My god But you well, have to have the season 1 build up
4: I don't know if I can watch most of these shows Except that I usually do them while I'm uh, Doing something else So they're like background noise yeah. It really helps power through things Like I'm powering through Supernatural Somehow I'm doing that too You know, I can't
1: mean? believe that show's still on I love that show <laughs> The <This> show's been <laughs> on for a minute I know
4: Aren't they ever gonna finish?
1: Old no, 17. no. <laughs> the series always ends the same too. Like something crazy they, happened. They've
4: gone as they've gone as long as the original Stargate SG One. They've gone ten seasons now. The holy shit! And, they, and they've been renewed. They're gonna go to eleven seasons. Holy so shit! They, they've surpassed Stargate. That bums me out for some reason. I'm like, why couldn't Stargate go for several more seasons? Yeah,
0: really. <laughs> that show was so good when it started. That first season I enjoyed a lot. We followed it every week. And then getting into the second season, they just started, I think that's when they found out, uh, was it Sam had powers too or something? I don't remember. You
1: know, getting possessed or something. so like, like, like soul that. To the,
0: yeah. I
1: think uh,
4: you're in the minority. Most people dislike the first season and really think it picks up later.
0: I, so I can't say for the rest of it. I haven't seen it yet, so maybe I knew need to watch it. Yeah, but yeah. see, I sit here and say, oh, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch that, too. And I, I watch like two shows a week. Well, I'll try to get to it.
3: So that's what retirement's for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true.
3: <laughs> There's too
4: much media.
1: There's Sam too and much. are going to be 60-year-old still hunting demons. They'll probably train in
0: somebody by then. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, they they'll, they'll run never as long die. as The Simpsons. They'll Season God. 23. Oh, they made an anime natural. out of that show. Out of what? Out of Supernatural? They made an anime. What? Yeah, really? they, yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> Madhouse. I love I to the alphabet. never seen it.
1: you never seen it? No. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Because, like, I was watching it in Japanese. I always watch everything in Japanese with the subtitles on. And when I yeah, say yeah. Dean, you hear, Dina, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> running down the street. I just started cracking. I couldn't hold it back. Wow. All right, number five. Another good show, Gotham. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that show. I'm enjoying oh. that. The season finale wasn't much of a finale, really. It just kind of was like a regular episode, it seemed like.
0: I need to watch it again. I don't remember what happened. Wasn't there a bit, some big cliffhanger, like the fish was about to be exposed or something?
1: I don't know, not really. It was just those assassins came to kill uh, Selena.
0: Oh, yeah. That was and the last Alfred episode, kicked ass
1: with uh, uh, Harvey. Yeah, for
0: he a was a little bit. He was badass in that I episode. I like Alfred in that show. Yeah.
4: Um, so
1: nice.
4: I mean, uh, here's my question about Gotham. I. I I had to watch the first episode it just seems really weird to me it's like how um how crazy can things get you know if batman's not there i mean how much does it kind of defeat the point right you can't
3: you just introduce all your bad guys early and totally rewrite history i mean <laughs> I, i've been i've been following it and enjoying it because i just don't i don't care it, that it doesn't fit into any other continuity It's just one of those parallel universes, as far as I'm concerned. Like, oh, here is Batman, where all the bad guys basically existed before... It's like Smallville. Yeah. So by the time Batman's grown (laughs) up, they're all going to be senile old people, and he can just push them over. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've got so many complaints with that show, if I want to sit down and get technical, but... I turn the technical aspect off and just mm-hmm. watch and for what it is. I guess, but...
4: And I guess you could do that. You could watch that show and you could be like, this is the universe in which Batman is too young to fight all the supervillains, so what happens?
0: This is the 52 universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: the 52. I'm
3: really liking uh, Gotham's Penguin, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seeing this good. point of view from, from, from this show has been more interesting to me. Than any version of Penguin I've ever seen. Now, granted, you're basic. I'm basically talking about all the TV shows and one or two comic books. Right. But still, I, I like how he feels like more of a real character.
4: <laughs>
0: don't forget Danny DeVito. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this well, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I don't never thought about that. There hasn't been like a great incarnation of the Penguin, and he does shine above everyone else on yeah. that show. I think. Um, it's more what? like the show Should be about
1: Penguin um, Yeah And his rise of power Pretty much I like The Pot
4: Chronicles
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here are my Two biggest grievances With the show One uh, Edward Nigma Being like The forensics guy yep. at, at Gotham PD He's He's always there Making his little Bullshit joke Those Riddles little- and Question mark coffee cup That he has to hold up to make sure the the fucking camera picks up Makes me so mad And if Wayne Manor is so fucking big Why are we always in one room? room? (laughs) Now, mind you, with the last episode You did see a little bit more You saw some hallways I think you saw the front entry when those assassins were running the house But other than that, it's one room Yeah, it's just that little living den area Yeah
3: It's the nursery <laughs> it's a hell of a nursery he passed the wayne
0: <laughs> what if they
4: have made the show about Batman I mean why didn't they were they just like that's too overdone because it's not Small like there's been a it just, live yeah. a, it's not like there's been a live-action Batman show anytime recently
0: I don't understand because you know typically it seems like when there's a big a big movie character well okay he's big in the movie so we can't put him on TV. Um, but, you know, DC's kind of changing the rules with that. You know, they have their Flash television series, and then mm-hmm. he's coming to the big screen. So maybe other people will As a different it. actor. Yeah. Oh, is it, it is a different actor? Yeah, they're not yeah. keeping the guy from the,
4: the
1: TV series. Oh. But it might not be the same Flash, too, I've heard.
4: Right. It's, there, that's the thing. It's like DC is dividing up its continuities. It's like, screw Marvel and it's one continuity. We're going to have multiple continuities. So there's, Right. It's like Arrow and Flash are their own continuity. It sounds really weird when I say that word. Continuity. Continuity. <laughs> sorry. And, Go- and Gotham is its other own continuity, because they already said they're never going to cross Gotham over to Arrow or Flash. They can't and then the movies, the right, and then the movies are their own continuity and have nothing to do with the TV shows. So it's like they're trying to make it as confusing as possible, but it, it's simpler for the individual shows. But it, as a viewer, it's, it's like good. all this stuff is different.
0: Right. Well, I don't know. I feel like they've got bigger plans up their sleeve. Like, they're going to somehow eventually try to bring everything together some way. But I feel like by the time they do get some order to all this, it's going to be too late. Mm -hmm. The fascination with the superheroes and the movie theaters is going to come and go. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how things do.
4: Considering how Marvel's got their movies planned out about a decade into advance, I don't think they're coming and going that
0: quickly. Well... I know, just the the popularity. I mean, I don't know. It's got to peak sometime. The next you know? couple of
1: years it'll be like, oh, here comes another superhero movie,
0: right? But then you like got instead of spaghetti like westerns, there. instead of spaghetti
3: westerns, you get your spaghetti superhero movies <laughs> filmed elsewhere.
4: But I was reading, I was reading an article, and like, I think it might have been Io9, the Sci-Fi blog, and they were basically going into. Superhero movies are working so well because they're not really just superhero movies.' They're like they're, they're aping different genres. So you've got a spy thriller and you've got uh, a sci-fi comedy, and you've got uh, a fantasy adventure. And, and you know you've got like different types of movies that we call them comic book superhero movies, but they're, they're not necessarily just that, right right. That's
1: where they tried, that's where they fell with all the other movies in the past because they all were trying to be superhero movies. Sure. Yeah, which
4: Amazing Spider Man too. I think even the article, they were like, the reason, one of the biggest reasons this is kind of floppy is because it's just, it's the, the straight up cartoon, you know, superhero movie where he puts on a suit and goes out and saves people. And stalks his girlfriend, don't and, forget that. And <laughs> stalks his girlfriend, and she likes it for some reason, even though they're already broken up. <laughs> so Oh, that's
3: sweet. How often have you followed me? All the time. Aww. Aww.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you monster.
1: Uh, number 4, Agents of Shield. Oh. oh. That's oh. higher
4: than the Oh, that's surprising. No, that's yeah. not, it's not. No in, level. It's, yeah, oh All right, it's no level. no levels it's just this? okay.
1: Random. Uh number 3 is Arrow, which is as a good series. Can't mm-hmm. wait for the mid-season finale to come out to find out what happened. Uh number two, Game of Thrones. Ooh. You watch that? I actually like it. Do you? There's a lot of it's You're always actually nudity like it? though. What's that? Well there's a
4: lot of nudity in Marco Polo
1: too, so this is oh, I was just cracking up because like Game of Thrones, like it felt like they're running out of time but they wanted to make that hour long, so like let's have a sex scene and talk about it.
4: <laughs> it's called Sex Position. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, number one was The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's all, been all over the place. Haven't w- watched the first episode. Haven't gotten any farther. More oh, zombies. Yeah, I still laugh about that though. You know, the, who cuts the grass? Who cuts the grass? Because it doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. Who shaves his Who shaves his beard? Yeah. yeah. Who has time in that? Zombies running around. <laughs> <laughs> they do all stay
0: pretty uh, well trimmed. The side effect right.
3: of whatever happened is the gap grass stops growing.
0: Maybe that's what it's happened. Zombie grass. There we go. Zombie grass. <laughs> yeah. See, there's a logical explanation there, yep. now, Jack. Makes sense. <laughs> they just stand there, cold and green. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: Anything else? Nope. That was uh, the ten best nerd shows.
0: Highlights of 2014, anybody? Kim Kardashian getting naked again. That was nice to see. Nah, I was tired of it. I mean, it was overdone. I mean, yeah. okay. She has boobs. Yeah. Who knew? That's <laughs> the only thing that she
1: can do is get naked. Yeah. And she wants a star
0: on well, the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bullshit, man. But what wow. have you done, Kim? I've been on a very popular reality show and I've gotten naked. Well it wasn't she was so much wanting it than Kanye was trying to get yeah, it for her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't stand her. Yeah. What about you, Jeffrey? Well, for me last year they ended uh, well this year they ended uh Naruto for Really. Yeah, it's
1: over.
4: I know, I'm still sad. Except it's not really over because there's like that movie that they just came out in Japan that's gonna come out over here and then they're gonna do like a miniseries following their children and so it's not it's not really over. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's there's
1: a
0: silver lining next year. <laughs> next year. You know what series is over this year, though, was uh, Kick-Ass 3. That finally ended, and that ended mm, so good. It won't be a movie, but, man, I was hooked on that series. I could not put it down. Ooh, but, Wolverine died this year. Wolverine died this year.
4: I'm shocked.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: it's Marvel. He'll come back. Yeah. Captain America lost his powers. Turned old. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh... uh what was his uh, uncle Phil? Um, oh yeah, the Shredder. Me. Oh yeah, they the voice of the Shredder died this year. Avery, what was his first name? James Avery. James, yep. Yeah, he passed away. Robin Williams, oh, mm-hmm. we lost. Don Pardo. Wow. Uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Miss Krabappel. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. we Jeez. did, didn't we?
4: Wait, was that this
0: year? Was it this year? I
4: thought it was not. I mean, that wasn't that recent, was it? Or early? Yeah, it was. This yeah, year? Was, it sure was it early that.
0: this year? Huh? It would have had to have been the very tail end of 2013, Could if be not. It. Because, yeah, we started at the end of last year. Gosh. Hopefully 2015 will bring some better tidings. <laughs> all right. It, maybe people will finally stop dying. I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> we'll still have people die. Yeah, unfortunately. Let's hope we're not one of them.
4: That was really insensitive of
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the God-honest truth. That's what, that's what we all think every day. I hope I don't die today. I don't think they well, bought their know.
4: tickets. They were born. They knew what
0: they we were going to do. You knew what was coming. Oh, crap. All right. Well, moving right along, let's turn our attention over to Joe and Alex. Do you prefer Joseph or Joe?
3: Uh, Joe's fine.
0: All right. Well, let's turn over yeah, to Joe Joseph's and Alex. Just then. just
3: that pretentious <laughs> Uh, on the on the title of the book, you know, sort of thing. The more syllables, the better. Okay.
0: So, guys, tell us about No Need for Bushido.
4: Alex, how about you summarize it this time? Sure, I'll summarize it. So No Need for Bushido is a historical, uh, historical fantasy action-adventure comedy drama where um, a princess... Is in an arranged marriage, and she doesn't want to be in the arranged marriage, so she runs away. And she ends up meeting the guy she was supposed to marry. They don't know it, and then they go on a bunch of adventures together. And then they find out. Did I just spoil a few things? I, I would say only that, the only the obvious stuff. That only the obvious stuff that everyone was got to figure out anyway. Yeah, all right. that's
0: all in the recap part. Yeah, yeah anyway, well, we yeah. already knew all yeah. that.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, all this spins off into political warfare uh, between multiple clans. It's you know, it's the classic... Um, it's classic. It's classic
4: Romeo and Juliet <laughs> uh, tearing families apart except the families are clans. So, um... Basically, I I said basically. I like... That's my word. I started, Only I'm allowed to say that word. I started this comic in my freshman year of college back in... 2000? 2000, 2001. In 2001? Yeah. 2001. And... Uh, I wanted to do. I was really into anime at the time. I'm still into anime, but I was super into it at the time, uh, and I loved Rurouni Kenshin, which was a uh, was a popular anime and, and manga. Uh, still one of my favorites. And I <laughs> Samurai Jack had just come out. In so my that, yeah yeah, oh, Samurai Jack had just come out too, and I was really uh, loving that. But in my in my childlike wonder, I wanted to make a comic that basically parodied Kenshin. I don't know if it knew the parody, but I was I was young and dumb, and it quickly spiraled into its own story. Uh, and all the parody elements were mostly tossed out, except for a few things that you could say is just a parody of the genre. A uh, guy with the twelve foot long sword. Yeah, there's a there's a character <laughs> with a an impossibly huge sword, uh, and. Joe was, Joe and I had a lot of classes together for some reason, maybe because our first last name, our last names both start with KOL. Yeah, we were in in the (laughs) KO class. KO, sorry, (laughs) sorry. Colasar Covell.
0: I was going to say, I've been pronouncing your names wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And,
4: And so I was drawing the comic. We were in art school, which, you know, I question whether or not that's a great investment for anyone who wants to go to art college, but that's a whole other uh, topic. But we were in art school, and I was drawing the comic, and I was like, Joe, give me a joke for uh, a girl to say after she falls out of a window. It's a funny thing she could say. And Joe probably gave me a suggestion, and I probably ignored him. That's
3: stupid. You're stupid. I'm not going to do that.
4: <laughs> and uh, and then I asked him for more opinions that I probably ignored after that. And then it, he became the writer of the comic. Uh, wow. Pitching up bad ideas, and eventually people listen to you.
0: Sure. <laughs> so they don't sound like bad ideas. I mean, it seems like it's uh, you've been doing it for how many years? Almost like twelve years. A decade. Now? Over. Oh decade. yeah, well over decade. Well over. Well. well. Over.
3: Well, anyway, if you, if you create a comic for long enough, you eventually figure out what you're doing. So
0: <laughs> Kind of like so podcasts. We're,
3: <laughs> we're just about reaching that point. Um, but, you know, it's a story-based comic, so it comes with all the, all the history, too.
0: The
4: thing is that I would say for the first five years, we didn't really treat it um, as, as a serious thing. Uh, we updated pretty infrequently, so the story didn't progress all that much. We had some readers, but we didn't take it seriously. Then when we started taking it seriously, uh, you know, it's been going for 10 years, but it feels really like it's been going for more like six years in, in some ways. Yeah, only six years. Only six years. <laughs> uh, so the story, I think you can read through it pretty quick. People read through the whole thing in a, in a night still, and they're like, yeah, I read through it. And I'm like, great. That was 12 years worth of reading. <laughs> and... But, you know, uh, since the beginning was over 10 years ago, we've actually gone back and we re- we've re-edited the beginning for Volume 1, which we put into print two, two, years, two ago. years ago. And uh, going back now to do Volume 2, um, which we're kick-starting, it's just been like, I mostly left it to Joe because Joe, Joe reads through the archive and, he, and he's been like, oh my gosh, we need to trim some of the fat on this because some <laughs> of the stuff's too wordy or it reads old or we're, we're better writers now. So there has been a lot of rewriting involved with getting the book to case
3: it's a It's a dangerous line because on one hand, I know there are places where we can improve the comic, but on the other, I don't want to totally George Lucas... Uh, what, was, what was good about the original comic, you know? Right.
4: So we, we're figuring it out as we go. Um, <laughs> well, let me, let me describe your method. Your method is to rewrite a page and then show it to me, and if I laugh, then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> and if you show it to me and I go, huh, then you messed it up. Then it's not funny anymore. <laughs> so you
0: gotta fix it. Back to the drawing board.
3: Well, you know, our methods has never been all that super professional. There were points in the comic where Alex would actually draw out the page, and then he'd basically be like, here, write script for this.
0: Oh, (laughs) wow.
4: Yeah, there was some haphazard comic making going on, I'm not going to lie. Back in the day, we we were just, we were really freestyling it. Yeah, and if you were updating, you
3: know, a, a page a week or two pages a week, you're like I really want this page to to be worth it to the readers, right? So I'm going to write four paragraphs of text within this comic page, so that way they really appreciate this. Um, so now I'm going through and I'm like, uh, you were talking about the whole gun, I'm going to kill you. Right. I'm going in and I'm taking out all the unnecessary uh, unnecessary dialogue like that, or right. uh, all the political exposition
4: that that's completely unnecessary. Trim down. Sure. Yeah. So cutting the fat. So basically, getting this, getting this volume two to print, it's not like we could just take the pages and they were already done and we just slap them in a book. We're we are almost remaking the comic as we go. There's like 10, 10 or so pages I pretty much had to redraw and recolor and put in there. Um, so it's been a it's been a ton of work. Sure. Which, yeah. But when when volume
3: one came out, uh, you know this was the oldest of the old art. And when we went online, you know, it it looks older, of course. But when we saw it in print, scaled down, on the page, it just looks so much better in print. And it reads so much nicer in print uh, that we just had to keep on going with converting it into books. So at this point, I'm just kind of excited to reread it. I'm just excited to, you know, see it in my hands. And this thing's going to be giant, like 226 Comic
0: pages, so yeah, yeah. The first one
3: is 110 comic pages, so this is really crushing that.
0: So you're getting your money's worth, is what's happening here. Are you?
1: Is the second volume coming up to current? Pretty much like what's on the website.
4: Oh, I wish. (laughs) No, the second uh, we we have a series of bad guys in in classic uh, in classic comic book slash anime tradition there's a group of bad guys that the main character has to beat one at a time uh so the the first book ended with the introduction to this group of bad guys called the demons of sorrow and the second book ends with the big fight between yorikiro our main samurai character and the first Demon of sorrow ryoku who's a blind uh swordsman that's right with the hat. No, that's that's true. That's a different no, blind oh, fighter. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have two blind fighters. <laughs> and specifically, call it out in the comic yeah, because. <laughs> we yeah, like, answer on that thing. Yeah, we like nothing more than to write ridiculous concepts and then tear them apart and make fun of them.
4: Because it's like there's always blind fighters in martial arts, though. Right. There's always some blind fighters, so we've got an abundance of blind fighters. Yeah. Well, we have two different, <laughs> uh, two
3: different theories behind the blind fighters. That is true. One is more the daredevil hears what's going on so a yeah. blind fighter.
4: Our Ryoku blind swordsman relies on his senses and hearing... Uh, to, to fight, and... And the
3: other one, which is the more difficult to explain, relies solely on his faith in following the will of the Tao, which leads to the all sorts of comical situations, because he will do, do some things perfectly well, and he'll completely mess up other cases, like confusing the gender of the person he's talking to, or somehow misreading signs that are right in front of
4: him. Which so. he can he can apparently read sometimes even though he's blind. And in Japanese, so. Yeah, he knows he knows other languages and, but he somehow ended up in Japan despite the fact that he started in China and he's not sure how he got there.
3: <laughs> so as you can tell, we really don't take ourselves the story that seriously, but there's the underlying plot that we do care about. But
4: we if we took it too seriously, we wouldn't want to do it. Exactly. No, we try to we keep it. We keep it uh, light and airy for the most part. We've got some angsty parts. There's Basically we've got Ken, who is the 12 foot, uh, he, he see, we've got some angsty parts, but Ken is our angst character, but he's also blowing it up to an extreme degree because his, his clan was murdered by the main character, his clan. Uh, and he's the sole survivor and he drinks all the time and he wants revenge. Uh, and he stews in his own misery, and he takes great joy in slaughtering, slaughtering his enemies with his giant sword. Uh, so we've got the dark parts of the comic, but even the dark parts are, like, a parody of themselves. Yeah. Because, like, he's, he's
3: killing people and at the same time just making a game out of it. Yeah, he
4: also loves kabuki theater and acting. <laughs> so, he, so he's even... He's so into the drama that he actually like almost acknowledges that he's acting out over dramatic stuff.
3: Yeah, like, like Alex said, it's all of the genres kind of mushed together into whatever we felt was interesting at the time. But overall, I'd say it's an action comedy.
4: It's kind of a hard sell because it's even though it takes place in feudal Japan, it's uh, not historically accurate. We just kind of grab bags all the... Japanese, uh, feudal Japanese cultural stuff we liked and shoved it in a comic. Uh, so we have a, rough, we have a rough time period of when it takes place around the uh, end of the 16th century. But at the same time, it doesn't, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in it that doesn't make uh, sense historically. But the, but the it would story be like itself- trying to, <laughs> If you look at Egypt, if you look at a story about Egypt, you would compress,
3: you know, the pharaohs and the pyramids and you would talk about all these things. Even though it's actually covering thousands of years of history and not all these items happened at the same time, or like dinosaurs. Right. If you look at dinosaurs, you're like, oh yeah, you're gonna have a T-Rex and a Stegosaurus and a, Bra- a Brontosaurus Brachios, whichever one's real. I forget which one of those is the real one. But doesn't it all happen at one period of time, you know? Huh. So we're just taking all the distinct parts of feudal Japan that happens over thousands?
4: A thousand uh, years, more, more like several, uh, maybe like a hundred, multiple maybe. hundreds, multiple hundreds, maybe eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the, the thing is, Three that them it's, uh, I, I'm always afraid that we've created something that's hard for people, to... some people, to get into because someone who wants something very historically accurate is going to throw up their hands and go, "This is nonsense," and uh, someone who is. Uh, not wanting to get into like really complex historical things is going to look and go, oh, I don't want to get into all that history. <laughs>
0: with
3: in actuality, it's with an actuality,
0: matter. it's more like a, a fantasy history. Have you had anyone so, come back at you saying, oh, this isn't accurate? Yeah, only our oh, best man.
3: fans. <laughs> all of <laughs> our best fans are study martial arts <laughs> and, and know all the stuff and basically want the comic every time there's a slight historical inaccuracy or accuracy they'll point it out one way or another i've learned
4: yeah i've learned an incredible amount uh concerning uh matchlock rifles um which we've recently introduced in the comic a lot of people had a lot of things to say about matchlock rifles and when they came over to japan and how they were used and who used them uh so you you bring you introduce something like that into this comic and the fans the kimonos oh yeah kimonos when, when i originally or kimono if you will when i originally started drawing kimono uh i drew them incorrectly i drew them folding right over left and they fold left over right I, I it turns out that you only fold a kimono right over left when you're folding a kimono onto a corpse about to bury it oh wow so <laughs> Yeah, we got called out for having zombie characters. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you learn a lot of things. Wow. We, yeah.
3: we had to receive, like, I guess really an angry email. of Like, you got this so wrong, I'm not going to read your comic. Because generally people who send those sort of messages are kind of like, hey, I have this obscure arcane knowledge and I want to share it with you. Or if they are angry about it, it's almost faux angry. Like, oh, come Pretending on.
0: Pretending to be angry.
4: But, but then there's stuff where I expect to get called out on, on things and we never get called out on, on it like we had a whole Kabuki play happen in the comic and it goes really off the wall crazy uh but no one no one no one ever messaged us saying this isn't how Kabuki plays work <laughs> and I'm sure this isn't how they are but no one ever called it's it closer out. to a high school play in fact during the uh Supposed time period when the comic exists, Kabuki plays did not yet exist in feudal Japan. That wasn't until a while. Who
0: cares about the facts? We're just having fun.
4: Nobody. Is it funny? Good. Put it in the comic. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so your guys's Kickstarter uh, is going until December seventh, and it looks like you've already cleared your goal. Right. So congrats. Thank, Thank you. you.
3: Yeah, we're uh, we've got uh, um, eight more days um, as th- as of the time of this recording, at least. Right. Um, eight more days until the Kickstarter is over. We have, um, we're have we hoping maybe to meet one of our stretch goals, which would be to basically put more bonus art in the back of the
0: comic. Oh, sweet. Uh,
3: since, yeah, since the comic's been going on for so long, and basically um, it's been a good five years since the last page that will be covered in the book, um, it, we think it would be really cool to go back to some of the awesome points in the story and basically reillustrate them in yeah, a new because, style.
4: Because some of that art is really old, so just, right. uh, if it hits the stretch goal, I'll redraw certain scenes uh, with my current style and stick it in the book. Uh, and we're also updating the comic on the website more based on stretch goals, so... This isn't, Do we, this is on the site. Every extra $500 we make, uh, we'll put up an extra update for that week. Oh, um, you, right now we just update one page a week, um, mostly because of time restraints, but I'm really motivated by, by this. So every extra 500, uh, I'm, I'm pushing to just get an extra page out for that week so we can update the comic a little more for, for the readers.
3: We're also hoping getting this uh, printed for uh, Emerald City Comic-Con, which is a pretty big trip for us. We're from Ohio, so we're going to be going all the way uh, to Seattle. We want to actually have something to sell there.
0: Oh, I'd love to go to that con. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Well, uh... We were there, and it's just like the perfect, perfect size
3: because, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is, is awesome. It's, but it's so
0: It's so huge.
3: <laughs> It doesn't matter. Once you reach a certain size, it doesn't matter because you can only see so many people. At you a time. cannot
4: breathe at that convention. San Diego Comic-Con has gotten crazy out of hand. i still go. And we went there in 2009, <laughs> and it's gotten only bigger since then. And I could barely move when I
0: was there. Yeah, it looks To the point of fun now. Yeah. Your website you were mentioning, that was the nn4b.com? That's right. I just wanted to make sure we got that in there. I don't remember if we said that before or not. So what we'll do is we'll uh, put a link to your website on our website and to your Kickstarter. Maybe we can get some uh, more people to help fund you, and we can hit those stretch goals. It should be about five awesome. more
1: days once the show posts, so... It'll be right on
4: the end, on the end
0: tail,
3: right? It'll be yeah. an exciting, exciting conclusion to the Kickstarter. <laughs> the final this. it will see this It'll yeah. be like a
1: spike in, in donations, hopefully.
3: But <laughs> well, usually
4: you do, like in the last day, yeah. like day or two.
3: Awesome. We'll probably... Um, the comic will probably be a uh, Kickstarter exclusive for at least a few months uh, because we're not going to be taking any orders after the Kickstarter ends until we actually get it printed. Obviously, we said we're going to be redoing all these pages um, and adding the extra bonus art. So if someone does want the comic, the Kickstarter is definitely the easiest and quickest way for them to get the comic. Um, it won't be an exclusive forever, obviously. Sure. But uh, that will be the first place we're taking the orders.
0: And there's a lot of other cool prizes on there, too. It looked like some buttons. Maybe a T-shirt was on there. Mm-hmm. Hey, we wish you the best of luck, though. I don't think you're going to need it. looks like you guys have Lady Luck on your side already. So if you want the book soon, donate. <laughs> go to the Kickstarter <laughs> page, which we'll have a link on our website yep. to direct people right over there. Jack, what else we have on there?
1: Oh, uh, the show recaps. Videos, trailers, photos, the comic, uh, Air comic book store,
0: video store, and... Movies. Movies. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> And don't forget to find us on Twitter at uh, I forgot their handle Canned, canned AirPod at Canned AirPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. Uh, check get on there, get a visual to put with the show. I feel like we forget something, Jack? Facebook, we're on Facebook. Like us. Uh, we want to thank Alex and Joe for being with us today. Thanks so much, guys.
3: It's been a blast. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, it was fun. All right. Until next time, I am Jeremy Collie, Jack Doherty. Jeff Holcomb. I've been Joe Cavell. <laughs> I'm Alex. And we'll see you next time. Cool, sir. I'll leave it in there (laughs) See you guys Happy New Year Happy New Year Man that was another great episode of Canned Air Huh Timmy Let's go outside all right. Hey, kids. Oh, my God, who's that? It's Creeper, the worst G.I. Joe character ever made. That's right. I
1: heard you guys were going to go outside. Why don't you stay inside and go to www.candairpodcast.com, where you can get some scoop on past episodes, see movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air game store, video store, and comic book store. Yay!
0: With CandidatePodcast.com, we'll never have to go outside again. Now we know. And
2: knowing is half the battle. Joe! Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings.